Parenting is hard. Few of us feel up to the task. The world is shifting, quickly and dramatically. All of us feel the changes affecting our families. The stress and pressure can be intense. We are here to help sort the good and the bad, provide insight and bring hope. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. We're so glad you stopped by. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. I am Pastor Brad Mathias here in the studio with a Robert Beeson. Robert Beeson, co-host extraordinaire. That's what I am. You are. You are. You've been uh, super busy, Robert, running around, yep. head cut off. Tell everybody, what have you been up to? Uh, well, as we've talked about before, I think on this podcast, I have a ministry that I run called Solo Parent Society, and um, it has been just exploding in growth. And, um, so it's been, it's been a remarkable journey to, to watch God bring opportunity after opportunity to, to help single parents raise healthy kids. And, um, so it's, there, there's so many, I could talk about it this entire podcast, but that's not what we're here to do. No, this is episode 101. We just celebrated a hundred episodes. Um, if you missed that special podcast, just go back one week, check it out because there's some pretty Pretty extraordinary conversations going on there and some really insightful uh, information from George Barna, who, you know, he's kind of the full circle guy. He was the right person to have for the 100th episode because he kind of got this all started. This is right. This is very true. I I, well, we could talk about that. We already have talked about that. But yes, he I remember sitting with him um, initially when we first met him. Mm hmm. And he challenged us on a couple of things. I thought that was real clarity for us. It was, you know, yeah, it it was was very helpful. And speaking of looking back, you know, one of the, the biblical models for life is this moment of reflection, Mm -hmm. a time of pausing and considering or meditating on in the Psalms. They use the term Selah, S E L A H. Mm -hmm. Um, In the Old Testament, they would erect these stones, towers called Ebenezer Stone, which is hitherto has the Lord led us. Mm. Um, And I think that's kind of what this episode really is, is for us to take a moment and pause, look back, uh, talk about the present and then look forward. That's right. I think that's what this, like you said, this is what this episode is just to set the expectation. We're going to reflect on some things that we've, we've learned, um, not just from the episodes and our guests, but also just along this journey as we, you know, the one thing about podcasts that it's been very interesting for me, I I do too, um, right now is it forces you to learn. It's kind of like, probably if you're preparing for a sermon, it forces you into the discipline of diving in. That's kind of what pod, this has been for me is like, as we walk along with these very talented and, and wise people, we are cut, but just by the nature of doing what we do, we are learning every single day. We get to learn with our listeners. And so we want to spend a little time looking back and talk about some of the highlights of things that we've taken away personally, and then talk a little bit about our life. And then we want to talk about, um, kind of an exciting transition, a new direction, a new direction. And, um, so this is going to be good. Well, I've, you know, in preparation for this, we knew this episode was coming. I, I went ahead and printed out for us these, uh, the, just the hundred episodes we've done, like the title, the people that were on those shows and just a thought or two around them. And immediately I had these sort of 
like preserved moments in my mind, mm-hmm. like quotes that popped up. And it's, it's amazing. I can remember, like, I'm kind of impressed. I can remember any of it. Um, but my very first was our first episode, mm-hmm. which was Patty Garibay, uh, the founder of American Heritage Girls. And just being so encouraged that a busy mom saw a need in our culture and never stopped being a mom. Right. But she just said, I'm going to step out in faith with this vision God's given me to form this girls. I'm just going to start up And 25 years later. It's this massive movement. Yeah. It's um, she saw a need in her own personal life, which drew her into just doing something about it. And I think that the message that that's in that for moms out there and dads is, you know, don't think that you have to be an expert. And be qualified to do something that God's called you to do. Sometimes it's just taking the first step and allowing God to open up those doors as he, you know, as he leads you. And that's, I think she's a prime example of, of that. Fantastic interview. It's actually interview number one. And you can get it on our uh, interview log on Spotify or any, any of the platforms that we're on. In that same season, um, one of my favorite episodes was kind of unexpected because it's someone that we knew, you know, when you know somebody, it's almost, you're familiar with them and then you, right. you don't, then they drop some wisdom on you. You're like, Holy cow, man. I've known <laughs> you all this time. Really deep, man. Yeah. yeah. But Veron Carter, um, was talking, he's such a gentle spirit, but he was talking about the importance of learning your child and the, that, that resonated so well. I've carried that forward. And like, since then, I don't know how many years ago it was, but, uh, a few years ago, I, I've really like disciplined myself to look at my kids differently because they're not all the same. They all came from the same place, but we have to spend time asking questions, learning who they are, learning how they speak and what connects with them. And that's not something that just comes, you know, because we're parents, like it doesn't come automatically, you know, because we're carrying our own stuff into these relationships. And so I found that I was parenting out of fear more than I wanted to. I found out that I wasn't taking time to go, okay, what works with Zoe or what doesn't work with Zoe actually will work with Skylar, my middle or Zara, my youngest, or now my stepsons. And taking the time to learn our kids is vitally important. And that, that was a, that was a moment that stuck with me from that episode. That was number eight. Yeah. Shout out to pastor Veron, uh, for your amazing insights. And, you know, if you're in the middle of, I I would say that would be really helpful for parents of preteens where learning your kids becomes really essential as they start to age out a little bit. Paying attention to what they say, what they're, you know, what they gravitate towards Mm -hmm. because it will be different. Yeah. And then at the very end of season one, and again, we had, we had him on twice in season two and season one, episodes 19 and 26 was, was Tim Clary. Which is kind of the opposite. Of yeah, he's the Ver- opposite. The complete antithesis of Veron. If you need belly laughs, you know, this is probably the funniest, one of the funniest yeah. episodes we've ever had. Um, because Tim is just so self-deprecating. Yeah. I mean, he's from New Zealand. Uh, he's a creative artistic guy and he's just profoundly like transparent, no right. filter at all. Like right. I'm a terrible parent and I can't stand my kids being little and you know, they're he monsters. Called them monsters. Yeah, I called them my little monsters and he wasn't really kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, and just, he's just so open about, you know, I, I really, There's something refreshing about that yeah, transparency. I, he wasn't trying to prop up anything. Right. You know, he wasn't trying to pretend that because he's a Christian that he somehow has an edge up no. on parenting. And it gave us the permission to kind of look at things not quite as reverently, 
You know, I mean, yes, it, yeah. and that's that's freeing because as Christians, we get so wound up, like, again, kind of living from the fear perspective. If I don't do this exactly right, I shouldn't do it. Or if I don't, you know, and he's like, well, I'm just I am where I am. And I sometimes I think my kids are monsters and yeah. I don't like them. And I yeah. and I want them to grow up because yeah. I don't like babies. I can't wait for them to be teens. <laughs> I remember him saying that. I fell out of the chair. Like, are you serious? Like, you, you know, this no, is being recorded. Yeah. You have no idea what you just said. Um but I, and then on the second interview, his wife came in and we sort of saw the calm, steady influence the anchor on him. Yeah. To their house. She was the balance uh, in the marriage and in the home. And then they had just found out they were having a third child and he was sort of freaking out. Like, <laughs> That's oh right. Oh my gosh, I can't handle two. How are we going to do three? Right. And, uh, you know, it's been great to watch his story on Facebook and Instagram as he sort of chronicled their journey as a family and how much he loves his children. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that honesty and that even just fun. That was in the, those two episodes with Tim. I'll always remember that. Yeah, that was Tim Cleary, which is episode 19. And then he's on another season as well. Check those out. I mean, you'll just it's such such a relief for your soul. I, I liked getting into season two. We we dove pretty deep. One of one of my favorite conversations was with a friend of mine, again, that we were really familiar with, Dean Deal, who is the senior vice president of um Provident, a Christian label group. And I worked with him for many, many years in the music business. He's also a professor uh, at a local college and he is always so insightful. I mean, he's like one of these and I don't mind. He's an absolute nerd, like complete dorky. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, not I me. would say that to his face. I probably have said that to his face, but like as a result of being that kind of wired that way, he just has so much wisdom and um, analytical look at our culture yes. and how we are not only addressing that, but how we can equip our kids and how we can, you know, make sure that our family is is headed in the right direction. And um, things that don't occur to you or I, he has a knack for kind of un uncovering, unearthing. He, he really does. Uh, in, in his take on culture was so simplifying. Yeah. I think you can just feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to start, but he really pinpoints like, this is how parents can respond to culture. That's well put because I, I do think that, you know, there are so many messages and there's so much hostility in our culture, whether it be political or it be, you know, the, the gay agenda, the, the, you know, whatever, abortion, anti-abortion, whatever. It's just, he has this way of simplifying, distilling it all down mm -hmm. to look like, what am I, what am I actually paying attention to? What should I pay attention to? And um, how should I react? You know, uh, Tiffany Lee, also known as Plum, uh, the Christian recording artist and speaker. Uh, she's also an author. She came on the show and as a Christian artist of renown, you know, someone who's won some, some mm -hmm. doves and, and really been successful in touring and just started talking about parenting in the now. Mm the N-O-W right now and not being, you know, distracted or overwhelmed by the past or looking to the future and, you know, wanting something you can't have. She really, really was transparent with us. And yeah. um, the influence she has in her lyrics and the music she does, I just was so encouraged by her, really her perspective for moms. And I, and her story is remarkable, you know, and, she's very vulnerable in his book about it, about, you know, almost losing her marriage and how that dark season kind of took her to this place of appreciating mm -hmm. the now and being present in it. 
Really did. That's episode number 37 on season three. And then jumping ahead. Uh, and let me just say the obvious, like, okay, we're rifling through all these things. <laughs> and like, as I go down this list, there's not a bad, you know, there's not a bad moment. I mean, we've had some amazing guests and so, but we just don't have time to, to cover all of them. You know? No, we're, we're really doing a quick highlight reel and the producer's probably going to even edit this, but you know, Season five stood out uh, Bishop Dan Scott, his mm -hmm. PhD, um, and he was talking about timelessness and how uh, families today are so caught just in the moment with the instant uh, nature of social media and communication that families really need to be anchored to something more than the moment and uh, how the church can step into that role and reestablish something timeless in their really in their belief system. Right. Um, if you're uh, a deep thinker and and or someone who wants to really research why people act the way they do in our modern culture, I would highly recommend that episode number 55. Yeah, I agree. And staying kind of in the Anglican theme because we are all kind of professing Anglican. Well, you and I are, Brad. And um, but we had another guest, uh, Bob Fabie, that um, was, it was really good. To, he reminded us that our kids are not projects. They're not, you know, a lot of times we, yeah. we live in such a transactional world that we look at like, you got to accomplish this. You got to do this. You got to click off this box. You got to whatever. And, and we forget that, you know, we're not, we're not building little, little robots. We're not, I mean, they're not projects. These are, these are human beings. These are individuals. And kind of going back to Veron, like, be in touch with the fact that they're not just something that you need to accomplish or you need to, you know, yeah. fix or. I remember us scribbling notes during that. Yeah. I remember. And I, and for the record, I had no idea it was Anglican when we, mm. when we booked the interview. I mean, he just had written a book and his publicist reached out and it fit exactly what we were trying to, to talk about that season. And I remember being so shocked that he was an Anglican priest when I read his bio. I was like, oh my gosh, um, had no idea. But there you go. As we, as we continue on, I want to take a break here, Brad, and, and I want to talk about the low point. Um, so, and then we'll get into some more highlights, but I, I, right. think, I think it's important. I mean, we're creating kind of a monotony of this was good. This was good. This was good. But there's also some not so good. Um, and I would have to say that that was almost an entire season. I don't remember which one it was, but when you brought all these stupid things from Maine and you like, what am I holding? Hey, what am I doing? This is a hat. No this is a a I have a little stuffed puffin or something. Um, I, I just thought that was needless and I don't think it enriched anybody's life. And so I, I, sorry, listeners, I regret that we, we let that happen on our watch. Yeah. I stand by it. Go watch the YouTube videos. They were hilarious. And one of the fun things we did is, you know, we looked at like cranberries and like blueberry items. And why is that Maine. important, Brad? Well, I wanted people to understand that there is life in Maine because it's so far away. <laughs> okay. I'll give you one slight point for that, okay. but I don't think that overcomes the fact that I think that was a misstep for us, but that's all I'm saying. And now back to the positive. Okay. The, the, wow. the one guy that I wasn't a follower of on Instagram first that now I am. And I'm so glad I am because he is hilarious. His name is Jeff, Jeff Allen. Allen. He's yep. a Christian comedian. But I think the thing that's remarkable about this interview that we did with him is that we walked into this interview, not aware of how funny he was because he was so transparent about his struggles and about the things that were real to him and the things that happened in his life that mm -hmm. transformed his life. It was, I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't funny. He was a likable guy, but I had no idea how hilarious this guy was. And, um, 
so I just find it fascinating that there is story behind like the things that people put out there on Instagram or perception. We think that the comedians, the preachers, the whatever, that there's not deep heart ache or deep, you know, deep wells there. But this was a good example of, of seeing someone that's been through some hard stuff. And, um, as a result of that is probably fed into his comedy, but more than that in this episode, you get to know the heart of the guy. And I thought yeah. that was really good. And the redemptive quality of his story, how's marriage literally bottomed out yep. and you know, his fight. With and it kind of had to. Yeah. I mean, he was in, in, in deep with substance abuse issues and he had, he had to get clean before God could redeem it. And, you know, for, for people who are listening and they've got a spouse who's struggling, that's a great episode to go back, take a look at episode 71. That's right. Okay. I'm looking at the, the, the Kara Tippett story, which was in episode 82 as a unique, maybe the most unique, uh, interview we did. This is a, an interview with Jay and Sophia Lyons, who were the filmmakers that, captured the last few months of the life of Kara Tippett. Mm. It was a pastor's As wife. a documentary film. Yeah, it was a documentary film that was released nationally. And, you know, this the, the insights that they had about this woman's courage and her strength as she went through that journey, I, I'll never forget that. Yeah. I, and just the the courage that it took for, I mean, on the other, for Kara and to be able to tell the story, to welcome filmmakers into your last days. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's, that's insane stuff. That was, that was a deep. And and she did it intentionally knowing full well what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't sensational and she wasn't trying to make a name for anything. I mean, she really wanted to help people help their kids grieve the mm-hmm. loss of a mom. The kind of common thread that I'm seeing throughout a lot of these stories is just the authenticity of embracing either your brokenness or your struggle and, and, and bringing that to light as, as a major part of your story. Right. For sure. I, like I see, and I don't know that we talked about this before we started recording, but Remy Adeleke, mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce the guy that's in, um, transformed. He's a former Navy SEAL. He was a Nigerian prince and then he lost everything, but he kept going. And now he's in all these major films and that kind of thing. There's just this amazing story, not just about restoration and redemption, but of God's faithfulness in the midst of struggle and trial. And I, I found his story really inspiring. And I, I think a lot of people would enjoy that because they, they'll recognize his face, especially if you go check this out on video. But um, you have seen him in, in movies and television. And there's a story behind that, a remarkable one. Really is. Uh, I also noticed uh, Abby Johnson as, you know, she's become the really the voice of the pro-life movement in the right. modern era. But her story about being, you know, a clinic manager for Planned Parenthood and thinking she was doing the right thing and then having this encounter right. uh, where she saw an abortion occur and it rocked her. Yeah. Like she actually flipped. She did a 180 and it sort of saw to Paul, yeah. you know, in the Bible, we read about these things. So it was really inspiring. You know, as we're talking about it, as I'm thinking about her story, the reminder that kind of was maybe lost on me, but now I'm thinking about is an encouragement for us Christians that we, we look at these people that are pro abortion or pro choice as their posture rather than being people. Mm -hmm. And she was a good example of like, there was a person behind the things that she was doing and she didn't 
get into it for malicious reasons or malicious. She didn't get into it to kill babies. I mean, that she thought she was doing good. In other mm-hmm. words, there's a person behind the people that are for pro-choice. And we need to, I'm not saying lighten up on our position regarding the sanctity of life, but I'm saying realize these are people. Compassion. Compassion. Yeah. Yep. Well, my last uh, sort of highlight was Becca Bowman, episode 97. Just Amazing a few, story. A few weeks ago. Oh my gosh. I, you know, when you say something wrecks you, yeah. you know, I, you know, if you're, if you think you're having a rough day, this is your episode because Becca Bowman lost her young child to uh, a genetic disease, a disorder, only to find out that her second son is suffering Has the same disorder. terminal disease. And she writes a book called You Can't Steal My Joy. Right. What a profile and courage yeah. that lady is. Um, I was moved. I remember having tears in my eyes. I can feel them coming. And almost in. feeling like, I don't know if I believe you, that you've got joy in this place. But it's authentic. Like it was? It's real. And, you know, I don't know that I would be. Well, and, jo- and you find out that joy is more than an emotion. Yeah. Right. You know, joy is actually this decision that you make to trust God in the midst of stuff that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. This is beautiful. I, I, I can't help but think of the privilege it's been to be on this journey with you, Robert. Um, it's been a blast and I've really enjoyed it. It has been. I, and I agree. I mean, we give a lot of grief to each other, but it's not only in jest. Well, some of it is, um, <laughs> but but it's also, you know, it's, it's been a, a remarkable journey. And to think that we've, you know, crossed the threshold of a hundred episodes has been cool. And I, none of this would be possible without you guys tuning in every week and um, watching our listenership grow has been a sincere privilege for us. Well, that brings us to sort of a crossroads for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode 101, it's really not a season seven or a season eight. It's kind of in between. And the reason uh, is because you have opportunity uh, that's going to demand more of your time. And and the decision's been made for you to step back for season eight yeah. as co-host. That's, the, that's what we read, um, but the, I just can't take it anymore. Right. I can't can't take you anymore. No, I, like we said at the beginning, um, it's been remarkable watching the solo parent society and what we're doing grow and the demands that that's taken on my time. You know, we're now, (laughs) we're now in the military, the U S military, we're in 18 States. Our podcast has been growing and, um, I can't say too much on this episode, but, you know, we've been approached by a large organization to really expand, especially the podcast platform. Um, but more than that, just what God is doing with solo parent society, um, and helping single parents raise healthy kids has been an, a, the, a joy of my life as I shine was, as this was, but I just, I'm not able to do all of it at the same time. And so, you know, everything has a season. And so I'm going to be stepping down to focus a hundred percent of my time on that. And, um, but what's really exciting is that we get someone far better looking than me and probably a lot wiser than me. And certainly, um, this is not going to be, and I'm, I, you guys are all going to thank us for this. This is not going to be a male dominated show anymore. We are going to be equal opportunity podcasts. The chauvinism stops here. It stops right Right here, here. right now. No more. So um, why don't you make the introduction? Well, Robert, it is with great enthusiasm and optimism and joy. And relief. And relief that I'm welcoming our new co-host, Melanie Medina. Hi. 
Hi, thanks for having me. We're so glad that you're here. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We've known you for as long as iShine has been around. I remember touring and coming through Texas where you live Mm -hmm. and um, spending time. We were both single parents at the time. Yes, we were. And as many of you know, that iShine started from the perspective of needing to do something for my tween girls. And and you resonated with that. You had girls. And um, so it's just been a joy to kind of watch the relationship grow and you've been involved with iShine from the very beginning. And now to step into this role, it just, it couldn't be a more perfect fit and opportunity. So we're so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much. I feel like I have some big shoes to fill, um, but I'm really excited about what you're doing too. Maybe you can come back as a guest one day. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And I'm excited because I think she's going to bring some manners to this <laughs> podcast. That's possible. Like, I think she's probably going to act way more respectful to her co-host. I don't know about that, Brad. I don't know about that. I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I think she's just a lady. I think she's a lady, but she's got some edge and she's not afraid of you. Well, she is from the Red River Valley of North Texas. Mm. Yeah. Which I hear is where Superwoman's from. Is it? Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. No, I just made that. Okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We were both serious. Yeah, I can't believe you bought that. I kind of did. No. I kind of did. Well, let me tell them a little bit about you, Melanie. Okay. Sing your praises. You were a solo mom for 16 years. Mm-hmm. You've uh, working on some books to publish. One is Grit to Pearl. And uh, you were uh, a single mom who is now remarried. Yes. And you're now a blended family. Yes. Even though it's mostly empty nest. That's right. It's okay. a really unique. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have a background uh, extensively as a marketing director and you love Instagram. I do. I love Instagram. You do. It's my favorite. You You should love it. Do you love Instagram more than coffee? Or how about, how do those two come Uh, together? If I could just Instagram about coffee for a living, I might be really happy. You kind of do though, right? I do. (laughs) Yes, it's it's one of my favorite. Yeah. CJ's Coffee has been a sponsor of the show and you were totally responsible for that. So you, you did marry those two worlds. It, I found that if you find something you love and you can do it, it won't feel like work. And that's ah. what I'm doing. Ah, well, we are really excited to have a mother's perspective yeah. on this whole parenting thing. In all sincerity, I know I joke about this a lot, but I think that's the one weakness that we've had as a podcast is it's just been a male dominated thing. And we're talking, um, let's be honest, a lot of moms are listening to this. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's refreshing to have um, a mom, a female's perspective. So I think this is going to really enhance what what's going on. And, I, you know, I love your, your Instagram is Behold Her Life mm-hmm. and um, your story of what God has done. Talk to us a, just a little bit um, about what God has done in your life from, you know, watching him mold your desires into something that has now become a reality of what you do. Um, you know, becoming a, a single parent, a solo mom was not something that I would have chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I recommend. But if you do find yourself in that place, um, I recommend that you get around people who are going to support you in it and not drag you down into some other um, things that would not be glorifying to God. I was very blessed to have that um, encouragement from people around me to go back into a field um, that I had been in before I had kids. And um, I didn't do that for a number of years full time. I actually um, worked nearby so they could have access to me for all the years that they were in school doing marketing and things like that on the side. And then um, as they began to grow up, 
a little more, I uh, saw the Lord opening doors mm-hmm. and opportunities and um, uh, just inviting me back in to do what um, what I so dearly loved before that full time. And um, when they were in their tween age, about I shine age, um, I had the opportunity to step in to do some writing um, for, for several different things. And, um, and now uh, watching what I would have never expected to be doing this. I really did think that when I got married, that I wasn't going to talk about single parenting anymore. Mm. And it's been just the opposite. Actually, I have um, more opportunity and more mm. people across my path to speak to and encourage them. And, you know, tell them that there's, you know, there's, it's not just getting on the other side. It's a continual journey. And even though um, I am married and I have an amazing godly husband, um, I still, in so many ways, in so many places, am still a solo mom. Mm. Um, and uh, we, you know, we just, we just need Unpack to continue. Look, what, we, is, what do you mean by that? Well, when um, the girls were graduating high school, um, we, uh, we had not been married. Tony and I had not been married a super long time at all. And um, to even ease him into that um, place of becoming uh, a fixture in their lives that mm-hmm. they were wanting, that they longed for. They were calling him dad really quickly um, and referring to him, us as their parents and to him as their dad. And it, that just warmed my heart so much. But there are still times and places um, I've I, my youngest daughter married um, and, you know, walking through that and who walks you down the aisle mm-hmm. and what does that look like? Yeah. Um, there are still pieces that, um, you know, need to be put together mm-hmm. and only God can do that. So we look to God for those things. Um, another way that I still find myself a solo mom is, um, you know, when you unpack a box of mementos or, um, keepsakes, mm-hmm. um, and you open that box, there's a really stark reality that he was not present for those things. Mm-hmm. And, um, even though I'm a married person, and they accept him and love him as a dad and appreciate him and honor him so much. Um, we still have the time together as moms and daughters. That's fantastic. And I think that's, you know, just coming from a solo parent perspective and then moving towards a blended perspective. I think that's a really important uh, facet to recognize is that even though you've come together and there's a union now, there has to be respect for what happened before. Absolutely. You know? So mm-hmm. I think it's very healthy. And mm-hmm. I think, I love the fact that you're authentic with all this. And, um, I think that that's going to be a really big part of what makes whatever rolls out in this next season be powerful. Um, in that you are approaching it like we always have not thinking you have all the answers, but willing to walk in and let God blow your mind. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, Robert, I, I, I do believe it's going to be an exciting new season for Brilliantly Brave. And Me I do too. think having a mom's perspective and insight, as we just heard, uh, is going to bring added depth and help to those parents who are listening. I agree. I've enjoyed so much being a part of this for the, the years that I have. And, I, and I'm and i grateful to those listeners. And don't forget to follow us um, at BrilliantlyBraveParenting.com and on any podcast platform that you have. Uh, make sure that you give us whatever your heart feels led to as far as stars Five. and please subscribe to our channel. And while you're at it, soloparentsociety.com is where I'll be at. And uh, you can stay tuned with our journey in helping single parents. So thank you guys. It's been an honor. Robert, we're going to miss you. Thank you. I'm going to miss you guys too. God bless. 
encouraged, parents, you are not alone. In Paul's letter to his son in the faith, Timothy, he writes, But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Brilliantly Brave Parenting wants to be an encouragement and support that parents can rely on. Would you consider liking us and sharing us with a friend? As a part of the Tween Gospel Alliance, we are a nonprofit organization dependent on the support of friends like you. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be right here next week.